Welcome to Sick Family in the Bible. I'm not sick anymore. <clears throat> I'm still sick. Oh, I have a headache, and I don't ever get headaches. Go to the doctor. My mom. Maybe it's a tumor. Drop it. <laughs> I mean, mom's entire right side is, uh... Yeah, I was telling them. The weird thing is that stuff has happened on my right side. Like, remember I had stitches on my right side of my face? I got this big old zit on the right side of my chin. My right knee. I did something to it when I fell in Costa Rica. Or actually Mexico with um, Caroline. Stroke. And then the right side, my shoulder hurts from coffee last night. Stroke. Sharp, sharp pain. The sausage. Mine's the left. All my scars on the left. Left really? knee, left elbow. Broke so my elbow. All right, what's your scripture? I found one. Okay. Ian. Oh, let me find one. Anyways. So. Oh, uh, dinner is? Greek meatballs. It's called kefteders or something like that. Greek meatballs and pita. Okay, Ian. Luke 17. 11 to 19. And wait a minute. I should probably get my laptop. The laptop has it. I thought it was on here. It has a scripture. Yeah. Look it up in the Bible. Okay. Give. Bible. Bible time. Classics. Anyways. Luke's kind of in the middle of the Bible. I'll be happy when this week is over, man. Back to Mark Luke. Luke, oh, there it is. The weather is nice. I could have been motorcycling, but no. Okay, so you know what? First, I should probably do Isaiah uh, 7, 10 to 14. Isaiah to 14. It's after Psalms, I think. Yeah, I'm... Or before, I don't know. Oh, they found it. Isaiah... Um, 7... There it is. Isaiah 7, 10 to 14. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz. Ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or in the highest heights. But Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear now, you house of David. Is it not enough patience? To, is it not enough to try the patience of men? Will you also try the patience of, of patience of my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself will give to you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will call the, and will give birth will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. You know where this is going. No. Anyways. Yes, we know who Emmanuel is. He's a gardener in from Mexico. Yeah, and he got deported. I mean. Jesus. Jesus. Next one, Luke 26 to, thir- to, to 38. Let's go. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. 
The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. That was an angel that visited. <clears throat> oh no. That might be scary. <laughs> well, imagine some eyed creature. An angel visits you and then you're pregnant. I have issues. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, yo, wait a minute. I'm no longer the youngest. <laughs> you can get out the knife. <laughs> You know the connection. You can guess the connection, right? Isaiah. Guess when it was. How many years it was written before the birth of? You know. A lot. No. Guess. Guess. Come on. No. Come on. Just guess. I have no idea. Um. Five hundred years. Eight hundred years. Before Jesus' time, there was already, like, uh, sayings and mutterings of a Messiah in the making. Because you know how the Jews were in trouble, right? And how, uh, in Babylon, they were like, Hey, wait a minute. We're in Babylon because we, uh, engaged in decadence instead of actually, uh, helping the kingdom. So they saw the Old Testament coming to life. Yeah. This New Testament... It's not just Jesus being a hippie. Jesus being a hippie has a meaning behind it. It was prophesied. Yeah, it was prophesied. And not only that, but in Isaiah 35 through 5 5 through 6, also written 800 years before, like, actually 900 years before the Gospels were written, uh, and 800 years before Jesus' birth, uh, it was already saying the Messiah will do healing miracles and why didn't they believe it then? Oh. Well, you know. It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. Even if you told me, hey, an angel visited me, I'm pregnant now. I'm like, really? <laughs> I mean, people did believe in dragons back then. <laughs> what is that? What, what, how does it impact your life, Ian, today? Uh, first off, it's just, it, this is what this, uh, this thing is just interesting in the fact that it, Jesus, this New Testament was foreshadowed by the Old Testament, like, in so many ways. There's, like, John 9, 1 through 12, which is foreshadowed because it, it has Jesus healing the, the blind man. Because Isaiah 35, 5 through 6 says that the deaf will, deaf will, deaf's ears will be unplugged, the, the lepers shall be cured, the lame shall leap like a heart, and, uh... The lion and the lamb shall sit together, guided by a by guided by a 
you know, yeah. a, a child. Hmm. And then, you know, sure enough, sure enough, Jesus fulfills uh, most of all of these, in, such as in the healing of the lame in Matthew twelve nine through thirteen, the healing of the lepers in Luke seventeen eleven through nineteen, and John nine one through twelve when he heals the blind man. Nice. It increases my faith, you know. That's what I want to hear. Mm. It's not a coincidence. Yes, like I said. What you read should increase faith, right? Yeah. Christmas isn't just Santa Claus and reindeers. Oh, I'd like to eat a, I'd like to eat a reindeer on Christmas Eve, just for sure. Mmm, delicious right Bro, it's got a red nose. Yo, yo, where the frick did uh, where Where the... Rudolph? Where Rudolph? <laughs> German reindeer, Rudolph. <laughs> Let's just hold. My turn. Hey, why is he wearing an electrician's helmet? Oh, wait a minute. That's my turn. SS my turn. <laughs> okay, baby. A joyful heart is like a good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Proverbs 17, 22. Crushed. Crushed. Me whenever I ask a girl out. <laughs> so, so what does that mean to you? That means that if I am joyful, then I will see the good. But if I am crushed in spirit and like, oh my god, everything sucks, then everything will suck. Just like you said, because um, self-fulfilling. The dries up the bones part is like just draining you. Yes. Yeah, you are very drained of both blood and. You know what I mean. Like what? dried up bones. <laughs> oh my god. Is there a scripture in the Bible about that? K Y F. Dried up bones. So you don't want to be a dried up bone. I don't want to be a dried up bone. Dried up bones are what daddy Dad eats. That's true. I like dried meat. Mm. Bloodless. How do you like to just suck the barrel marrow out of the Lifeless. Bone? <clears throat> well, that's good. Good job, guys. Yeah. What? A lot of good insight. I'm yeah. smart. That's why I'm better at improv than I am at actually thinking. No, because if you thought about it, there's actually a couple more scriptures about death and sorrow. Death and sorrow go hand in hand in body. You guys better not die on me while I'm alive. What? A child yeah, should not, not outlive their parents, silly. Yeah, we're yeah. dying together. Yeah. We're dying together. So we're all dying holding hands. Yeah! I can't handle that. On that plane going to Finland. No, man. No, man. Stop it. <clears throat> Although, that would be a nice way to go. I mean, like a sudden death. Well, yeah, because the oxygen would disappear and you'd pass out, maybe. And then you just float. That would be horrible if you're still naked. I'm floating. I only got one arm left. I'm floating. Ah. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. I hope you guys have strength and happiness. That's what Remy's was. And that Ian has strength and faith that although there are a lot of loopholes and kind of contradictions in the Bible, there are a lot of uh, things that shouldn't be coincidence. Yeah. And always, I think, trying to look for the good in every day because there's always something good about the day. Yep. Alright. We got 10 seconds. 10 seconds.
we have pita bread. Did you know that dolphins are the most horrible creatures on earth? Anyway, bye. They are. They'll be great. Bye.